I stood in the kitchen and helped place the dishes into the dishwasher. My phone suddenly started to hum in my back pocket. I stood up and stared at my aunt. Abby, are you okay? She asked. I pulled it out and looked at it. Crap, I muttered under my breath. She set a plate back down into the sink and tapped her nails on the counter. Do I have to ask who that is? I shook my head. She touched my hand. I looked down at it and back up to her. Abby, go. I nodded to her and walked out of the kitchen. I took a deep breath and pressed the button on my phone as I walked up the stairs. I stopped midway as I spoke. Jack. The pause seemed to take forever, and then a female's voice spoke to me. I gripped the railing. I wasn't expecting anything but him. It terrified me that anyone else would reply to me. Abigail, it's Miss Cox. I turned and sat down on the stairs very slowly. I had no idea why she would be calling me from Jack's phone. What's wrong? I asked, unable to hide my concern. I apologize for calling you. I've been trying to get a hold of you for a while now. Where's Jack? Abigail, he isn't dead. Let's get that out of the way right now. I let out an enormous sigh of relief. Of course, death would be my first assumption. Okay, talk to me. I whispered to her. Well, first of all, I cut her off. I'm sorry, but it's been a long day of some serious crazy. Can you just get to the point? She sighed. I can see why he loves you. I felt the tears in my eyes before I could stop them from running down my cheeks. Just to hear someone say that his love for me was intact meant more to me than I could ever explain. I waved my cheek and rubbed the back of my hand on my pants. Abigail? Yes, I whispered back to her. I need your help. I perked up and forced myself to rise. I turned, darted up the stairs and down my hallway. I reached my room and shut the door behind me. I rested my back against the hard wood and gripped the phone tightly against my ear. What's going on? I should rephrase this. Jack needs your help. I bit my lip. How could I possibly help him? Abigail? Jack has checked himself into Rose Valley. He's been there for a while now. At first, I was able to regulate his moods, but now he has taken a turn for the worse. He's refusing to eat. If we can't intervene, then he will be sedated and fed. If that happens, then his release is uncertain. I think that perhaps he may listen to you, if you go and see him. But that is entirely up to you. I took a step forward. What? He won't eat? Yes. And before I go on, let me tell you this. I have been with him for a long time as his guardian. Our relationship is complicated. Not in a romantic way, of course, but my purpose has always been for his protection. I'm afraid that I failed him with Rose. She paused. I could tell that it bothered her to even mention it. It's so easy to forget how many people could be affected by something as terrible as what Rose had done. I don't blame you, I said, knowing that it probably wouldn't offer her any relief. But I had to try. Well, I appreciate that. 
but I do blame myself. That entire situation could have been avoided if I had only... She stopped again. I was kind of shocked at her candor. She'd always seemed so put together and somewhat stuffy. I'd taken her for the non-emotional type, but this situation had deeply troubled her, or at least it appeared that way. Anyway, I can't fix the past, but I can assist in a better future for him, and I think that you have to be a part of that, Abby, regardless of what some people may think. I sighed and closed my eyes. By people, you mean his mother.